another edition of DFS Straight Talk. I am your host, JBlaze39. I'm coming at you solo tonight. Um, my uh, my regular co-host here not feeling the greatest, so it's um, it's all me tonight. So what I'm going <clears> to <throat> do tonight is um, start off just... You know, we already had um, a three-game slate today. I'm, I'm recording this a little late, uh, and I apologize for that. But, um, you know, th- this is uh, crunch time now, you know, for you know, d- d- you know different teams trying to secure a playoff spot. And uh, this is um, in- an interesting slate. So, um, we're again. We're brought to you by um, dfsstraighttalk.com, uh, or you can hit me up on Twitter at um, at jblaze thirty nine. Um, I know this is what we do. We just just talk through things and talk through the the, the contests. Um, how I see ha- things happening, and. Uh, just from a different approach, so um, I'm gonna give you some plays that that, that I like, um, you know. And I, I've I've been listening to a lot of um, a lot of talk out there, and and um, I got some thoughts on how to approach this um, slate because this slate is almost it's almost broken up into two different slates. So keep that in mind because the the, the the afternoon games there's five of them this week. That's important, um, as opposed to other weeks where it's only been like two or three, um, on a, on a regular week. Uh, and there's some high scoring um, games you know on the late slate, right? I mean on the late um, uh, afternoon games. So you got to be able to. Um, build your lineup accordingly. You can't just load up on, on the early and hope it holds on. You gotta have coverage on on uh, on both sides of this. So and then there's ways to do this. Um, now the we're gonna have three games that are over fifty points. Um. You know, there's a there's a, a bunch of games that are very intriguing. 
You got playoff positioning. You got some other teams that are kind of checked out. So we got to get uh, navigate through some of that um, that garbage. So to figure out what what we're gonna how we're gonna attack this slate. So um, basically, you know, there's there's okay. There's I'm gonna name off the, the games that are over fifty. Then where the ownership's gonna be. The ownership's gonna be Cleveland Balt or yeah Cleveland Baltimore, um, Tennessee New Orleans and Seattle Arizona. But that um, that Philadelphia um, Dallas game kind of intrigues me, and so does Indy Carolina. Um, same with um, <clears throat> the um, the Falcons and uh, Jacksonville. Actually, not so much that one. It's it's uh, the Chargers and Oakland. Um, there's some value here, and there's going to be some chalky plays. What I mean by chalky plays, I mean it just means your your popular plays. Um, guys that are going to be, you know, 25, 30, you know, 40% owned. Um, so, there's a difference between good chalk and bad chalk. Um, in, in tournaments, you, you don't want to, to really follow too much of the chalk. Because you gotta differentiate differentiate yourself um, uh, in in places. So the general consensus for for tournaments when you're building a lineup is to pay down at certain positions. Well, the the position that most people will pay down at is um, either defense or tight end, um, or they'll take one stud running back and then take one cheap running back. Um, and what I see a lot of people doing in tournaments also is putting a tight end in the flex position. I don't like doing that um, because I want to lock in my my points and I want to have a running back in that flex position most of the time once in a while it'll be a receiver depending on the slate but on this one I I, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a running back again um, it's um, and, and I tell you why it, it's I'm going to and I'm a, um, that's where I'm going to put the, the flex positions where I'm going to put maybe a guy that's maybe a little questionable You're not the jury's still out if he's going to play or not or you know there's something going on there you know I, you know if you want to you know that way it gives you the flexibility to be able to pivot out of that spot if you need to. Um, 
So let's get into the slate. The first game I'm going to talk about is Miami and Cincinnati. Now Miami's at home. Um, now this year, you know Miami's been been chucking the ball all over the place. Fitzpatrick just keeps chucking it. He just and his, his favorite target is um, um, Devontae Parker. Um, and he Parker is a a, a good cash game uh, option, but then so is Fitzpatrick. Um, because it you know pay down. I I tend to pay down. Um, with quarterbacks as well, um, and then um, unless it's somebody like a Lamar Jackson or or um, Russell Wilson or you know, then I might um, if the if the chalk is you know saying to pay down at um, at quarterback, I'm gonna pay up. Because then I'm gonna I'm gonna differentiate myself to say you know just uh, that way. So it's kind of a little strategy I do. Um, just kind of keep your ears open and in in the industry, and being able to decipher um, the the smoke versus real talk. So and that's what I try to do on these podcasts and. You know, hopefully it it's been helping people. Um, I would love to hear you know some feedback on on how I'm how this um, podcast has helped them. Um, you can hit me up um, at on Twitter at at jblaze thirty nine, or you can um, email me at dfsstraighttalk at gmail dot com. Uh, just give me a shout out and let me know. So. Um, but you know, as far as this Miami Cincinnati game, Miami, um, uh, the guy I like here is, um, Gaeski, Gaseski, I can never say it, Mike Gaseski. Um, you know, and I tell you why, um, Cincinnati. Is not the greatest against the tight end. Um, and they they funnel the the passes to the tight end position, and as well, um, they if they actually done a decent job against outside receivers. Now they kind of for you know force you to. to funnel more into the middle of the field and then they converge and tackle so and there's there's a handful of other teams that do this and it seems to work so what does that mean for us I mean the over under on this game is 45 and a half so and it's a one point um, spread now I think my you know Miami kind of wants to win this game. Cincinnati has no interest in winning this game, but you know they're gonna try. You know they're gonna you know put up a fight. 
Um, so, the guys I like here are Mixon, Parker. I do like Parker still in, in cash, okay? Uh, but Gusecki, um, I'm not touching the running backs for Miami. Um, and you know, and Fitzpatrick, um, actually, I'm, 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 I don't mind either defense. Either defense can can win you a GPP. Um, because both quarterbacks that are facing here have a propensity to uh, turn the ball over. So, and take chances. So, um, all right, let's move on. Next game. Washington, New Orleans. Er, Washington, I'm sorry. Washington, the Giants. Now, Daniel Daniel Jones is back. Um, and his favorite guy um, is Slayton. Um, now, we've seen Barkley kind of break out last week. And now he's priced up accordingly. Um, it feels like chasing to me. I'm not. I'm not going there. Washington defense has been limiting um, uh, fantasy production to teams um, quite a bit this year. You know the perception is, oh, they're playing Washington. Load up on them. No, not so fast. Um. So. A guy that could be sneaky here. I don't know how sneaky he is. But he's risky. And that's Adrian Peterson. He's cheap. You know he's going to get the ball. And, you know, he has been catching passes, you know, at least two or three catches in the last couple games. Um... So, but the guy I am most interested in is McLaren. Um, McLaren, I, I, I just I cringe at the idea of taking a Washington quarterback um, and Haskins, but he's so damn cheap. Um, and if he throws you, you know, two touchdowns. Um. That's that's making value. So it's it's hard, you know. This is a large field GPP approach. One, you know, one out of one hundred fifty type of approach. Um. So. I um I would like to do a Haskins McLaren comeback with Slayton type of type of stack in one lineup. So um but that's it's gonna be very risky, you know, so 
just something to keep in mind. But now moving on, Tennessee. This is the more exciting one. Okay, Tennessee um, at home against New Orleans. Now, I see. I mean, no over unders on at fifty, and. I you know I see um, Tennessee playing well here. Now what's a little underrated and not talked about so much is the Saints just picked up um, Janaris uh, Jenkins, I, I believe. Um, the guy just got cut um, by the Giant by the Giants. Um, and uh, you put him on the other side with um, or opposite of of um, Lattimore. Um, that's a pretty good spot. But where I'm looking here is underneath with uh, Juno Smith. Um. You know, I'm I'm looking at Michael Thomas for for uh, the Saints, obviously. Um, I don't think I'm taking Camara this week. I'm hearing some buzz about it. I I, I can't. I mean, he's got the upside. I I don't I don't like it. I don't. He hasn't been right since since his uh, in, in you know injury. So. Um, but AJ Brown has been on fire lately. Um, you know, but Corey Davis um, is still in play, and so is um, the slot receiver. Um, and you know, and it's it you know it it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a, a as far as football games gonna go, it's gonna be a very good game. As far as DFS is concerned, I I don't see a whole lot. I don't. I feel like this is gonna be a trap in some ways. Um, but if you're going to this game. Go for it, man. You know, that's where a lot of, pot, you know, people are going to go. Um, now, it's, as far as the, the wide receiver that I was thinking about for um, uh, Tennessee, it was, um, oh, yeah, t- um Sharp. Sharp is in play. He's at 3,700. 3, he does run across the middle and he does, you know, get uh, red zone work. So he could be a sneaky play. Uh, Adam Humphreys is already out. So, you know, if you're stacking this game, you know, you can, you can go that route. Um. 
you know, Ted Ginn could be in play, but I, I'm having a hard time uh, with him. I like to play him at home, but um, let's move on. Uh, we got Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, over unders at forty nine and a half. Um, Baltimore's favored by ten. Uh, it's in Cleveland. Um, just play Lamar Jackson. And if you want to pair him with somebody, you know it's Andrews. Um, don't try to get cute and try to find you know that, that receiver. <laughs> you know it's you're going to go broke doing that on a weekly basis. Um, you know, and I could see a scenario where you pair him with Ingram, actually. Because then you're getting all the touchdowns. Um, and I see a lot of points. Um, and then you could run it back with uh, Landry. Um... Maybe Chubb. I mean, Chubb's been a beast this year. So, and um, he kind of ran all over them last one, last time they played. So, I have a feeling what happens in these second time around divisional games, teams start to they they the, the, the games are lower scoring, and most of the time and more conservative um so being Chubb ran all over Baltimore on the first meeting I think they're going to overcompensate and try to shut Chubb down um and that could leave the door open for um Hunt. So, you know, that could be a sneaky play. Um, next game, we got the Jets at home against Pittsburgh. Now the over under is at thirty-seven. I'm hearing some talk about just playing the defenses. This game this game is um, there's no love loss I don't think between um, Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers. Um he is getting work. He is getting targets. Um, I I could see him having a really good game. On the other side, I'm not touching James Conner. Nor I mean, and then I'm JJ um, Smith Schuster is is. Um, cleared this week um but 
I just can't, um, I can't go there. Um, if I go anywhere, it's going to be James Washington. He's had over 80 uh, yards and like five or six um, targets um, every game the last uh, five, six games. Um, De uh, Deontay uh, Johnson is, is also in play. So, but other than that, go with the defenses. Um, Next game, Atlanta and Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville was checked out. Um, Atlanta's at home facing, I mean, they're, they're seven-point favorites. Um, there's going to be a lot of ownership on Julio Jones. You could go to him again. He blew up last week. Like we talked about on the podcast. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, he blew up at single-digit ownership. So, this could be a regression, or it could be just that Atlanta has nobody else to, you know, to, to throw to. Um, so, in this game... I don't know. It just it's there's pieces. Okay, guys. There, there there's when I'm looking at the slate. Pick about three, four you know, games, and then just you know hammer the shit out of them. You know, just some of these other games are just filler. Um. This is a. I mean, there's some. There, there is some fancy goodness here. But trying to navigate it, and there's gonna be some popularity here with with Julio, because everybody's chasing that 41 point game last like last week. Um. So. I do like Fournette. Um, in this game, so. But that that's about it. I mean. You know, Freeman maybe. Um, so, anyway. Next game. Indy and Carolina. This game... Um, Indy's favored by 6.5. The over-under is at 46.5. Um... The best matchup here is the two running backs. You know, McCaffrey is obviously, you know, matchup proof. And he will be in my cash lineups every time. So, I'm also putting Marlon Mack in my cash lineup. Because he's going to get the opportunity. And... Carolina, you know, gives up a lot of uh, you know points to their running backs. So, you know, and, and people talk about how he doesn't catch the ball. He still catches the ball, you know, 
three three or four times. Um, so so he is capable. But um, I kind of like this game as a um, in tournaments. I kind of like this as as a as a as a um, a shootout potential game. And I'm taking a shot in a large field tournament with Will Greer, CMC, um, DJ Moore or uh, Samuel. Either one doesn't matter. Um, and coming back with um, Mac and um, maybe Pascal. Uh, T.Y., possibly. Um, so, that's a large field type of build. Because nobody knows what Will Greer can do. Um, and they'll have zero ownership on this. But with the weapons that Carolina actually has, and if they put it together... For one game, you're going to lap a lot of people. Um, so, you know, just take one shot. I wouldn't, you know, recommend it in cash, but I mean, you know, it's just... Um, obviously, you don't, you know, you don't really... Ch- um, you don't really um, what do you, um, stack in, in cash games anyway. So, anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Chargers and the, and the Raiders. Um, over-unders at 45. Chargers are favored by 7.5. Um... There's some injury news here that um, Jacobs is out. So that means Washington is the new chalk. And I will be taking him in all my lineups because he's kind of a free square. And he does catch the ball out of the backfield. So, I'm seeing some talk of Philip Rivers, and you know, I I would rather go to Eckler and Mike Williams and come back with the, the Washington and um, probably Waller. Um, and then you know move on. So next game, Denver at home against Detroit. Over unders at thirty eight. Uh, you know Denver's favored by seven, and I kind of like Drew Locke in this game. Um, for one, he's cheap. 
two, um, you can take advantage of Detroit. They're kind of checked out. Um, you know, and I, I kind of like, um, something about, see, I've always, I have this thing with Detroit with the second wide receiver. Well, who's the second receiver for D, for Denver? It's really the tight end, um, Noah Font. Well, he's questionable, but if he plays, I like him a lot. So, and I'm not touching the the, the Lions. Uh, if you want to go take a shot, you can go uh, Galladay. So, but good luck. Um, next game, Seattle, Arizona. Over unders at fifty one. Eight and a half point spread. Um, I like this game for a game stack. Russell Wilson, Lockett. Um, you know, what's it? Um, oh, the tight end for, um, for Seattle. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank here. Give me a second. Ho- um, Hollister, Jacob Hollister. Um, I I tend to like him a lot. Um, Chris Carson, yes, you could play him. Um, but I mean Hollister is at forty two hundred. Arizona, you know, tight ends against Arizona is kind of like a cheat code. So, um, just go ahead and play him. I do like Christian Kirk. I am not touching Kenyon Drake in his four touchdowns last week. I'm not chasing that. Um, I think the people that are are going to get are, are just they're going to get they're going to be sorry they did. So. Kyler Murray is is um is in in an intriguing um person here. You know, he's an option. So if you're paying down you could go that route. But let's um let's move on here. I'm I'm um it's getting late here on, on Saturday night and uh, hopefully this all helps people. Um, I know I'm running a little long and just, just kind of dragging on, but, um, I apologize for that, but Philadelphia and, and Dallas, the, the winner wins the division. Now it's in Philly. Um, over-unders at 46. And Dallas is favored by two. Now, with all the injuries that, that Philly has, and, and Dallas is only, you know, favored by two, um, to me, that speaks volumes of where 
these two teams are. Uh, Dallas is coming in pretty healthy, and um, it, you know that's there's gonna be a lot of eyeballs on this in this game. Uh, da- starting with Dak Prescott. Um, if I'm doing that, I'm I'm, I'm pairing him with um, Jason Witten or um, um, Michael Gallup, and then um, I'll come back with uh, Greg Ward, maybe Miles Sanders or Zach Ertz. So. <clears throat> Um, I'm not. I don't like Zeke Elliott in this game. I know he's he's been trending up. I. I I just in cash, yes, you can play him. Tournaments, no, no way. Um, so that uh, that pretty much covers um, all the games. Now, like I said in the beginning, this this you're gonna want to, and I'll have some equal exposure from the front game of the first games to the the late games. So that's kind of a strategy that I use. Make sure you have some firepower uh, for the afternoon games. So anyway. Um, hope this helps you guys. Um, you know, and if you're playing in the, in the season long, you're in the championship game. Good luck to you. I am. I made it to the championship game, and um, <laughs> well, I'm taking on the number one seed. I'm the number six seed, and um, I guess we'll see how that would shakes out. So, um, anyway. Uh, thanks for listening and um, again hit us up on Twitter at jblaze 39 or send us a, a review on the, wherever you're listening to the podcast uh, I'd, I'd appreciate it very much and um, hit me up on Twitter at yeah at jblaze 39 or yeah, email me at dfsstraighttalk at gmail.com so let us know how uh, how we're doing. Um, and until then, let's go into money, boys. I'm out.